And this week, we're going to start uh, digging into the Bible um, and getting the information out of the Bible. Um, I mentioned that in previous podcasts as we led up to this. Uh, so we're going to start with the New Testament because that's where uh, Jesus is born. And that's where a lot of the magic happens. Um, we want to take and understand uh, what the Bible does tell us, um, specifically thinking about, you know, when we when we read the Bible, think about the time frame. Think about, you know, what the people were doing, how they spoke, the customs, culture, society. You know, what was their political system, the religious impact uh, with all the religions that they had. Now, in the New Testament, we're starting with Matthew. Um, it is the first book in the New Testament. Now, as we know, Matthew was one of the 12 disciples of Jesus. He was also a tax collector. He left his tax collecting booth to follow Jesus. So that's just something to remember and kind of interesting. When they start with Matthew, they start with the genealogy of Jesus. And they do that because typically it was verbal. The, the Bible was verbal before it was really written. Um, you know, the, that was the way they passed on things. People would tell somebody and they would tell somebody and they would have to memorize it. And it great gave credibility when you had, you know, you could say, hey, uh, you know, Jesus was the son of David, was the son of Abraham. Abraham was the father of Isaac and Isaac was the father of Jacob and so on and so on. That showed the lineage. It showed the validity of it. Um, you know, if it was written, you could actually see it and you could say, yes, you know, it, it does have uh, prominence. Um, there is truth to it. Everything seems to be, you know, in order. And, and people did that um, to when they were doing the genealogy, it, it was to give them a certain credibility. So. That's exactly what they do in Matthew, and I'm going to skip that. Uh, typically, the genealogies can be very long in the Bible. Um, it is rather a long one. It's not something you're going to memorize um, unless you go back and review each person who's listed there, but it is there if you want to read it. We're going to actually start with uh, chapter 1, verse 18, uh, the birth of Jesus Christ. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Now, that's pretty heavy what they're saying right there. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, you know, she was going to marry him. Before they came together, before they you know, put it in layman's terms before they you know had sex she was found to be with child from the holy spirit you know she was already pregnant now and her husband joseph being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame resolved to divorce her quietly he was going to make it a nice simple divorce it was going to be quiet you know it would be uh less intrusive to her um it was very big in those days. If, if something happened like that, you know, it was more societal. Everybody knew. 
Um, it was kind of embarrassing and you kind of had to live with that shame. It was more shameful than it is today. Uh, but Joseph, as I said, being a just man, he was going to divorce her quietly. He was going to do it so it didn't shame her as much. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. Now she will have a son, she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Now, Joseph goes to sleep. He's going to divorce his wife, Mary. And an angel comes to him in a dream. Now, if you're in a dream and an angel comes to you, is it a dream or is it something you give credence to? You know, it's a dream, but it's got to be so clear. You know, usually dreams are foggy and hazy, but the angel tells him, don't fear to take Mary for, for what's conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. It's from God. You know, this angel's telling Joseph, you know, she's pregnant, but it's God's child in her. And that has to have a great impact on Joseph. I mean, you think about that. You've got an angel coming to you in a dream telling you this. And you're already disposed to divorce this woman who's pregnant, not with your baby. And he reconsiders because of the angel, you know. He, he does what God wants. Now, as we said, all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. And the prophet said, Behold, the virgin will conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. Now, when Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but he knew her not until she had given birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Now, that would be probably problematic today. Because it says, you know, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded. He took his wife. But he knew her not until she had given birth to a son. So he didn't have relations. He didn't have sex with her. Joseph was not with her physically, intimately, until after she had the baby. Now, how many men could do that today? You know, if, if a woman you know, got pregnant and, and told their soon-to-be spouse, hey, I'm pregnant, but don't worry, it's God's baby. How many are going to believe that, or how many are going to think that she's crazy? It takes a lot of faith. And that's why the angel revealed himself to to uh, Joseph, you know, telling him what uh, God, had, the Lord, had commanded. So that that's pretty deep, you know. He stays with her not his baby. And then he's not even going to have sex with her. He's not going to be with her intimately until they've given birth. You know, you figured nine months. 
give or take a, a few months. And for, for a lot of men, how many could do that? How many would want to do that? They're getting married. They're excited. Well, today, you know, they, they don't even wait. They don't even wait until they're married. You know, they're having relations long before that. So that's pretty deep. Now, that's where we're going to stop it this week. We're going to take small chunks out of the Bible. We're going to go through Matthew, and we're going to go through every book, epistle, which is letter, book, um, of the Bible, the New Testament, that is. And uh, we're going to break it down in little chunks. So that's where that's at. When we come back next time for next week's podcast, we're going to do the visit of the wise men after the birth of Jesus. We already know that you know Mary was pregnant. Joseph and Mary got married. She had the baby. They named the baby Jesus. And we're at that next step. So we're going to save that for next time. And we're just going to keep them short and sweet. We may, um, I'll have to think about it, but we, I might do uh, twice a week because of the shortness of these. It might be a Wednesday and a Sunday um, just to get them out there a little bit more. Uh, but we'll see. Um, think about that. If you don't have a Bible, don't worry. I'll be reading from uh, my Bible. I'm using the uh, ESV study Bible uh, by Crossway. It's pretty thick. I've got uh, seven or eight Bibles, different Bibles, but this is a very good one. And then I have a archeological Bible. So um, I'm going to get to the meat of what this means. So you understand in today's terms. So with that, I'm going to say, God bless, have a blessed week. And as always, if you have any comments or questions, uh, please go to my Podbean podcast site and leave me any comments you may have. Uh, again, this is Christian Life with Dr. William Baker. Thank you.